Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. If Doc's going to be good for anything, because I agree, schematically, he's not going to blow people away. But the fact that James and Joel still struggle to play together, that falls on them as well. But it also falls on Doc, too, that, that they've not been a great duo together on the court. But if there's anything that Doc is going to be good for, it should be managing the locker room and having the cachet to make big-time decisions. And I know that looking at this lineup, I'm not going to pretend to know the intricacies as much of basketball as much as you do. But I know if DeAnthony Melton is getting 33 points, making all these three-pointers, super athletic, fast player, wing, all those things, why in the world is he in over P.J. Tucker in the starting lineup? You can say starting lineup doesn't matter, and I get that. But if there's any if there's any head coach that should be able to sit down across from P.J. and say, you know what, it's better if you go to the bench, it's Doc. He's been around a long time. He's presumably respected around the league. He does have you know a good resume in a lot of ways. Is he going to do it? Because if he's not going to do that and he's not helping you schematically, again, not to turn this into the fire doc pod again, but this should be exactly where he helps you. He should help you in exact moments of having the cachet to tell a 37-year-old P.J. Tucker, who also has a certain amount of cachet and certainly a big contract, telling him, all right, we got to put DeAnthony Melton in. I think the only – and I tend to agree that if not as a starter, that DeAnthony at some point is going to at minimum have to close for this group when they're fully healthy. Like mm-hmm. when Tyrese is back and you take a look at these three-guard lineups, it's something I've been intrigued by for a while. The one thing that would hold me back is that I think DeAnthony brings a more dynamic presence off of the bench, whereas like you bring PJ in as a he's not going to be a sixth man in the way we think <laughs> yeah. of like Lou Williams or whatever. But right. if he is one of your top bench guys, he's not coming in and like, oh, man, he's like changing the the tone of the game or he's changing how teams are defending you. It's just like, OK, we're bringing in a solid veteran guy who's going to be a good defender, a good defensive option on some of these bigger wings. And so I wonder if you lose something there that bringing in. When, when they're whole and when Tyrese is healthy and all that, that DeAnthony brings that activity and athleticism that you sort of hope that Matisse Thibel would bring, but he hasn't really been good enough to play mm-hmm. regular minutes so far this season. 
So that part I would understand if he doesn't pull the trigger on. If you're just talking about who on merit is playing the best overall this year and who is an actual, not a theoretical uh, two-way player right now, Melton's been one of your best guys all year. He's somebody that at his age and on the contract he's on, you're incentivized to further develop him, to try to get him more reps around the guys that are your true blue core guys. And so they need to play him a ton. And you know how they end up doing that, I don't know. So I'm interested to see when Tyrese is back exactly what happens with him. Because I, I think sort of sooner than later, they're going to have to acknowledge the fact that he's one of their best players and also somebody that they need to, if they're not going to move him, as we discussed that being a possibility last podcast, they really need to make sure that he's getting as many reps as possible alongside these guys that make up their quote unquote win now core. He can make an impact as a bench guy, but he probably is going to be on merit. The one of their best options to yeah. play in these crunch time possessions. And so you got to get them those reps sooner than later. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So I think your point about PJ not being effective off the bench is a good one. PJ does not strike me as like a dynamic guy that's going to come in and give you a spark. He can't shoot. He's slow on offense. He basically has no offensive uh, value. And on defense, he's a good defender, but he also is not the super quick pesky guy type of thing. He's more going to just have the size to, to guard a lot of positions. But I, I also just disagree with the idea that it doesn't matter if Melton starts. And I'm not saying you're saying that. But if he's one of your best, you know, I know three players right now, and then when Tyrese comes back, you could argue four or five, but definitely one of your five best players, then he should be there at the start of games. A, I think it'd be important and, and nice if he if he could be a long-term part of this team. And he's going to be a long-term part of this team by starting, by playing with Joel a, a ton, by getting used to being with Tyrese. And we talked on the last pod about how the windows for this team go back and forth. There's a window with Joel and Harden that's right now, in theory, and then there's the Tyrese window. Well, if the Tyrese window includes Melton and you have two guards, and I know he's, I guess he's more of a forward, but whatever. If you have two perimeter players that can be three-point shooters, that can be young athletic guys, then I'm very interested in seeing what that looks like and seeing if you can get Joel to be incorporated in that. Because even though I think the Joel window is closing, he is still on a five-year deal. So it's not, you know, it's not like he actually only has two years left. And so I think starting Melton would make a ton of sense. A, if he's one of your best players, you start him off the jump and you, you know, hopefully get big leads and you don't fall behind. And there's minutes for PJ. So I don't, I get your point about PJ, but I don't know if Melton should be punished because of PJ's inefficiencies. Well, the other part too is that DeAnthony is long, but he's not especially big. And mm -hmm. I do wonder what the defense, like, even though he is a good defender in isolation. Is he a good defender 
within the group that would be James, Tyrese, DeAnthony, Tobias, Joel. Like if that's your five, if you start and or close games with that group, how susceptible are you to teams that are wing heavy to just beating you up? Like we're just bigger than you. Like Boston, for example, you're not really guarding Tatum and Brown with that group. And even if you do, like let's say Tobias does a great job on one of them and DeAnthony or even James, if they try to like post them up or whatever, James isn't going to get bodied by those guys. They will go right by him off the Mm -hmm. dribble, which is another story. But then you have Marcus Smart, who is just this big bruising guard who is going to take Tyrese down to the block and just like put his ass through the basket. And it's hard to move and move the pieces around in a way that you don't have some sort of size disadvantage with the way the league has gone. There are just a lot more teams with just a collection of like six, 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 seven type guys. Um, Not that post up wing offense is the most efficient in the world, but you do Mm -hmm. leave yourself susceptible to certain styles hurting you like Milwaukee too. Milwaukee plays Brooke Lopez and Giannis and Chris Middleton is a pretty big guard and Drew Holiday is a pretty big guard. And so there are some things that might happen there if you get too small. Now, again, I trust the Anthony that he plays bigger than his size. He's got a great wingspan. He can get in there and, you know, guys are trying to post him up or whatever, and he can deflect, deflect the ball away. He's disruptive as an off ball guy. He's a good team defender. But there are consequences, I think, defensively, depending on the matchup that you're looking at. So it's not a thing where I think you can just put them in the lineup and set it and forget it. And that's just it. Like there are going to be teams you need PJ for. Like PJ, for all his warts and his struggle shooting, you're going to need him when you're playing like the Giannis's of the world and guys like that. Like he has been in those battles before. He knows mm-hmm. all the the tips and tricks. And when you can play more physical defense in the playoffs, I tend to think he will be more valuable than he is right now. So, you know, there's a balance to it. I do think the Anthony has made his case for playing bigger minutes alongside their core, but you, you also can't lose PJ or lose sight of what PJ brings to the table in the games that actually matter.